Welcome back, everybody. Another special episode of the Expert Trader Podcast Series. Welcome back to the show. This is actually the first show that we're doing a solo for Mr. Alex G. Alex Gonzalez, welcome to the Expert Trader Podcast. Appreciate you for having me on, bro. Appreciate you. I should say welcome back. So last time I saw you, I was on your show with Jason. Uh, we were down in Miami. We shot a pretty good show. I got my arm back, back, back to it. Oh, shit. How's that, bro? I'm good. I'm back lifting. They, they're like, but one of them was like really skinny compared to the other one. And then now that I started working out again, they're both the same size. So I'm happy. Fire. Fire. So walk people through some updates, Alex. What's, uh, what's been new in your life? What have you been up to? Trading, outside of trading? Uh, I mean, there's, just, there's a lot, man. Like we just, like recently we just got like the level up HQ kind of going on. Um, got, yeah, bro. Thank you on that. We got a hundred K day. I said in the Mike Larry, um, got a chain, like, you know, from the hundred K day and stuff. Um, I launched an app, uh, bro. It's just always moving, bro. Like, you know, we're always doing a bunch of shit. I'm loving like the level up that you've been having no pun intended and all the growth <laughs> that you've been showing yeah. just because like you've taken different aspects of your life and you're really starting to build momentum in them. It's awesome to see, but, um, it's a trading podcast. Well, it's an everything podcast, but let's stick to trading. Talk to people about the hundred K week or day or. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad, I mean, I'm glad you asked me that question because I feel like there's a lot of like miss, like maybe like miss, um, like false hopes maybe. Cause like that shit to people is like out of nowhere. Like I did this shit out of the blue to a lot of people maybe, but like, that's something that I was prepping for like, a, like, like maybe like almost a month, like three to four weeks where I was like waiting for the markets to get a certain way in order for me to take that type of risk to um, get those type of profits. But it kind of happened at the same time where I lost my losing streak from the signals. And then uh, when I was launching the bootcamp, right? Like, so like, it, it was kind of weird, like the, the same time that it happened. But I mean, it was just something that like I challenged myself. Um, I had like, since I was in that 14 week uh, winning streak, I had made like a lot. I had made a lot of money as my longest winning streak ever. So I had like, you know, a couple of like, hundred thousand like set aside. And I'm like, all right, like, let's just try to make something out of this, right? Like, let's try to make like a hundred. Cause Raul was making a hundred K a day. And I'm like, holy shit. Like if this guy's doing that, I think, I think I can make a hundred K in a week, right? If he's doing it in a day, I can probably do it in a week. I have some profits that I'm willing to um, put up for the risk. And um, I basically, the account that I had, I split it up in four. So I had a, you know, big size account. I split it up in four. So I was ready to take four big positions, risking obviously 25% on each trade, but not a full 25% on one position. So I wanted to split that 25% in three and then have positions scaling in. So um, that's kind of how it played out, um, you know, had some gold moves. I didn't really ever trade gold, but I kind of took my strategy, took it to over there. The strat, like, like you know, the, the trade made sense, took the right position scaling in, and then it just, you know, one to three risk to reward. That 25% that I risked, um, you know, scaling turned into 50K. So that by itself was already 50% of the target. And, you know, you just do it again and again, and you, you eventually are going to hit it. <laughs> All right. So much in there. First off, how do you feel comfortable trading something that you don't normally trade, especially for a challenge that you're giving yourself? Like when you say, I'm going to set out to do this thing in trading, let me go to this thing that I don't trade at all and go try it over there. What's the mindset behind that? Yeah. So complete like transparency. Like I was not trying to trade that at all. Right. But like, I teach people like how to, like I teach people, like, let's say right now, let's say you're looking to invest into real estate and uh, you, you come to me to learn how to invest into real estate. I'm going to teach you how to buy a house that's in a gated community, two-story house, 
has a lake in the back with a pool. Now that strategy right there doesn't only work in Miami. Like you can take that same strategy and go to Cali, go to Ohio, Utah, Texas, wherever, right? Because I taught you how to buy a house in a gated community, two stories, pool, and a lake. So this is what you're looking for in a trade. So then one of the students from the boot camp was like, yo, like what you're teaching us is it's happening right now on gold. And I'm just like, nah, I don't really trade gold, but I'm like, you know what? Like, let me, let me, let me prove a point. Let me show you guys that this is just goes with wherever, like just because we're doing it in Miami right now, doesn't mean you can't take the same approach somewhere else. So I kind of, you know, read up the confluences. I, you know, checked everything off of my checklist, trade made sense, took the risk. And then that's kind of what happened. <laughs> so four trades to make a hundred K. I mean, obviously like, you wanted to prove the point yeah. you still risk the same amount on, on as what you would have on all the other trades. No, bro. Not at all. Like, like, like I've tried to make this before without like, I try to, I try to do it privately by myself without announcing it. And I, I've blown like several accounts, like not blow it, but like I'll blow like 70 K trying to do it. And then I obviously make it back over time, but this is the first time that I've ever done it like publicly. And like, I've ever done it like in general in one week, I've made hundred K trading, but the first time I've ever done it in a week. What effect do you feel like doing it publicly had on the challenge? Yeah, bro. Definitely had a lot of pressure because first of all, like zero haters, everybody was like supportive. Everybody was like, yo, let's do it. I want to see you do it. Like, I believe in you. So like that for sure puts a fucking shit ton more of pressure because it's just like, damn, like if I don't hit it, like I feel like I'm going to fail all these people, you know, there's a lot more pressure. So definitely doing publicly, um, you have a lot of more eyes on you, but I feel like I feel like I do good under pressure because like when I'm not, when I don't have other people watching me, then maybe at that given point in time, I, I have room to make errors. Cause like, oh, if I fuck up, it's just on me versus now, if I fuck up, it's on thousands of other people that are going to hold me accountable for that shit, you know? So probably like that I did it publicly helped um, for sure. Oh, good shit, bro. That's a, that's something that a lot of people don't admit is how much having the pressure can actually fuel you to be more accountable. And that's something that I feel like I feel like you grow into. Like when you're right. going into this challenge, do you already know what you're going to be risking? Like you said, you were planning it for a month. How much did you actually plan versus how much did you leave up to opportunity? What I mean, plan, like I said, like I plan a certain amount of money that I was like, all right, this is fuck you money. Like if I, you know, flip this to 100K dope, if I don't, it doesn't matter. It's the house money. I don't really care. And then it was also like the approach in the market. Like I, I had been waiting for specific pairs to get to specific areas to take those trades, which take like a week or two, you know, I'm a swing trader. So sometimes it'll take a week or two to get to those areas of interest. Um, so that, that's kind of like what I, what I mean by like planning for it. Like I didn't just wake up one day. It's like, all right, fuck it, make a hundred K. Nah, like I, I kind of waited for those things to, to line up. So one, I had money that I was not emotionally attached to. And then two, I had waited for the markets to give me the trades that I could think they would have a higher probability versus going my way versus not. Now, talk to me about the decision to split up those individual trades. You said you wanted to split up the risk, the 25% risk. What's the decision behind that? Definitely got to have risk management. Like, like you can't come into the, like, to make the 100K just by like, all right, um, you know, I'm just going to one trade this and then it's going to go down. Not really, because I know that's not how it works. I know that out of like a course of 10 trades, I'll probably win five. And out of those five, my risk to reward is a minimum of a one to three. So obviously I'm profitable at the end. So I'm like, I'm going to take the same approach. So if out of 10 trades, I win five, that's a 50% win rate. So 
do the same thing, just chop it up in between four. So now I have four trades I have to take. Out of those four trades, I just need at least two of those trades to hit for a one to three, and I'm making the money. So I, I, I was giving myself four opportunities to do it within the week. But I'm not going to go into one trade and just risk the full 25% because that's kind of dumb because you get wicked out. Um, it's just not ideal, right? Because then you're just like, you're, like I don't know. Like I, I wasn't comfortable with that, right? And then like for me, like the risk management part just wasn't, like it just didn't make as much sense versus getting that 25% then splitting it into three. So then I, I, I think it was like, what, like seven point or nine percent, whatever, whatever the case is in between different positions. And then as I'm scaling in, now I'm using the house money. So I'm not even using part of that 25%, meaning I can double down on that trade. And instead of risking 9% on that trade or whatever, I'm risking 18. And then there, I put my other position to break even. And then now there's just equity, 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 positive equity. And then you just make a shit ton of money. It sounds so simple, but it, it really is, bro. <laughs> for sure. I mean, the majority of the work that people don't see is you waiting for those trades. It's like, like you see an opportunity, like, should I enter right now? Or should I just hold off and wait for a better opportunity? Those are the decisions that people don't see. But your decision making when you've already won a few trades in the account, and you're halfway to the goal. Did you ever consider just cutting the challenge and being like, dude, 50k? I was trust me. Trust me, when I hit that gold trade, I was just like, yo, like, I'm good. But I'm like, I can't like, like, like there's people counting on me right now. You know what I mean? Like there's just no shot. I, I cannot make this happen, but yeah, no, I, I, like I had a goal in mind until that goal doesn't get hit. I was not going to stop. How would you describe your evolution in trading? Like if you were to do the same challenge a year ago or the year before that, how do you feel like it would have gone? For sure. I'd be more emotionally attached because I would be chasing the money. Like at this point I wasn't chasing the money. I was just chasing the achievement kind of like walk around with that trophy. I, back then I was probably chasing the money. I wanted hundred K I needed it. Now I don't really like respectfully, like, you know, I, I like, I, like, it's good. It's good that it comes in, but it's not like, fuck, like I need this shit to get this or this or this. Thankfully I, you know, worked very hard. I've taken the right risks, put myself in certain positions to have those type of funds and, you know, just be prepared for that. So now it was just more of like, all right, now you're going to just do the right thing to get it, not do whatever it takes to get it. There's a big difference because if you're willing to do whatever it takes, there's certain rational, um, emotional decisions you'll make, which are not the right thing to do. So in this position that I was in now, I was willing to only do the right thing versus whatever it takes. So then if somebody doesn't have, that's a great breakdown, by the way, it's like super, super helpful to, for people. But if someone's not in the same situation, how can they kind of get themselves in the same position to make good decisions on the charts. As you said, like being desperate for the money is always going to lead to you blowing it because you're going to make irrational decisions. How can people combat that in their own life? I mean, just compare, like, like don't, don't compare my numbers to yours. Compare your numbers to you. So like if to you, a hundred bucks isn't nothing, kind of do the same thing with just a hundred bucks. So like, I, bro, Raja said this on the, on the podcast because I did a podcast with Raja, which is super, like when he said it, I was like, that's pretty cool. Because I asked him, I'm like, when do you know when to go full-time trading? He's like, look, bro, like, don't go in already wanting to pay for your Lamborghini or paying for this or that. Start with the basics. Let trading pay for your electricity bill. First thing, what is it? 70 bucks, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. Like, bro, you can say that you got that on lock. At this point forward, you don't got to worry about electricity bill. Now, the next thing is let your trading pay for your water bill. What is it? 100 bucks, whatever. Let your electricity, I mean, let trading pay for your grocery, certain stuff. So like you got to be competing against yourself. Yes, the goal is to get to the 100K. But look, I like I've been in this game for like now four and a half years and I just got to it now. 
Trust me, the possibility is there to make it. Yes, like James. James turned 60K to two male. Like, yes, that you can do that. That is a fact, but that doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. That is not what is going to give you, obviously, longevity. James did it. James is savage. We all know it. He's just fucking crazy. But like, to like the example that I was saying, like versus doing whatever it takes versus doing the right thing. And the right thing is not going to chasing after that. So for me, it'd be start off within your range first and then you scale up. You level up over time. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I mean, obviously on the show, we're trying to highlight folks that have done something incredible, but some things that some people have done are not, that not everybody can do, right? And so what you're describing is the difference between someone, you know, doing something that's not duplicatable and something that is duplicatable. And so what are like the, the two or three qualities of trading that you feel like everybody should have if they want to be a long-term trader? Trends is your friend. If you're going against the trend, you're just, it's like the analogy that they did with the surfing. Like, bro, trust me, you want to ride the wave to the shore. You're not trying to wire, you're not trying to like ride the current to the wave to then come back to the shore. You want to paddle out to the middle where the buoy is or whatever. And then you want to ride the wave to the shore. The trend is your friend. Two risk what you're willing to risk do not risk money that is future money a future paycheck or something that is not what you can just literally fuck off like only risk money you're willing to lose because at that point you're not emotionally attached to the money you have no fomo you have no nothing just the whole emotion part is just removed and it's just like a chain reaction from that you're not attached to the money and three as cliche as everything is it might sound just set and forget, bro. Like, <laughs> take your trades and then just set and forget. Deposit the money into your trading account. Just set and forget. Get on the computer and just set and forget. Don't think of this shit coming tomorrow, the week after, the month after. Like, just set, just set and forget. As, as cliche It'll as come. it sounds, that's the that's like really, it's really good advice. I'm just gonna be completely honest. Set and forget. <laughs> you guys heard it here first. So, um. <laughs> In terms of expectations, you said that a lot of people have like unrealistic expectations. They're trying to do too much with their trading account. They should aim for something that's tangible, light bill, electricity, something that they can reach for right away. What advice would you give to folks about taking their time with this trading thing? Because like they see you now and you have the cars and you have the lifestyle and you're doing the stuff. They're not, they don't look at the four and a half. They don't look at the Dunkin' Donuts. Like they don't look at everything. So mm -hmm. what could you tell folks at home? If I did it, you can too. I was never that person. Like, let, let's be honest. Like, like um, you know, you, you have a community. Um, I'm sure you get emotional people in your community like that. I just like, like respectfully, like no offense to you guys out there, but like, like asking like dumb questions, just being dumb like, as fuck, bro. Like being so retarded where I'm just like, dude, I was never this guy, bro. Like I was that guy that I, you know, followed the people that I would look up to and I would just learn from them and keep it pushing. I was not that guy questioning every move, concerning every move or fucking making drop. Like I was not that guy. Like I was learning from the mistakes, learning from the advices and keep it pushing. Just keep it going. So definitely the number one rule would just be, bro, just keep it going. Like stop trying to find a what if or a but or this or that, bro. Just keep it going, man. Like I, I'm already showing you it's proof. But just keep it pushing, man. Like, just keep yeah. it going. Stop making excuses or finding these little speed bumps. And it's a speed bump. It's not a sidewalk. You could go over a speed bump. No, but it look. No, but just go over it. Keep it pushing, bro. Right? People are trying to make something out of nothing. So don't be that guy for sure. People gotta take responsibility. That's what it is. Yeah. A lot of people just yeah. don't take responsibility. 
I was just talking to Matt Charts. We were just talking about this. Like everybody who, who gets on this show, everyone who is successful enough to get on this podcast has taken full responsibility their whole trading journey. The whole X amount of years that we all lost money, the one thing that we did was at some point we were like, what am I doing? And that's mm -hmm. why I think that the, the spirit that you've kept going this whole time is you've continued to be a student, Alex, and I think that it's served you well. So something mm -hmm. a lot of folks at home can take, can take away from this too. Yeah, that, 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 I, I feel like that was the right word. Always a student, for sure. For sure. Talk to me about Miami. I mean, I'm moving down there soon. I know I keep saying this like every time I get on any kind of video stream, but I'm, I promise you guys I'm heading down there. What's new in Miami? What's new in your life? Bro, Miami's just fucking lit, bro. I don't, I don't like, there's just, I mean, you've been down here, you know what it's like. Like, there's nothing else to say that Miami's a spot. Like, I mean, the other day, like, these, these guys are just like, bro, I moved out to Miami just to hopefully bump into you guys out here. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's just insane. Like, what do you mean you just moved out here to like, just bump into us? Like, like, you know, like you could just hit us up. We know we'll do something. Um, but yeah, we're going to do, I mean, like, no, I, if you want to come down Saturday, we're going to do a meet and greet at the level up HQ. I have a car review coming and I have another car coming. So yeah, if you want to pull up, you can pull up. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. Invite my boy. I'll be there. Yeah. Um, in terms of just, uh, your, like anything personal cars, anything like that, is there anything new like that you want to yeah. tell people or you want to leave it a surprise? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a new car. So like, you know, um, kind of like, I don't know, like the Rolls Royce, I got kind of bored of it. Uh, it's dope, you know, it's a dope car, but I feel like it's kind of out of like my age league maybe right now. I feel like I'm kind of like the younger guy. So I, I want to go back to like the fast life. The McLaren's cool, but McLaren's problems, um, honestly, small as fuck i'm not a big guy at all you know i'm like fucking same size as you but but I mean, just like, to... yeah yeah i'm like a little bit well, like person, wider, but this, I... this guy's bigger in person you know if you guys see him he's got some size <laughs> on him yeah but like i don't know it's just too tight and um i don't know we're just tired of both of them just want to switch some shit up had the big day so i just uh feel like you know there's there, there's some type of uh fruits of the labor so fruits uh fruits of the labor yeah so yeah something yeah. like that hell yeah can i take yeah. a guess what it is Oh, yeah, you can take a guess. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Lamborghini? Yeah. I don't know, man. You'd have to pull up to find out. <laughs> all right, all right. You guys will find out next on the next vlog. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, so I, do, I actually want to talk about the 100K because I know a lot of people put, this is kind of like bringing it back to trading. People always set challenges for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And when they approach the challenges, some people have unrealistic expectations. Some people accept the risk and they understand the expectations. Obviously, some folks might not be trading with the kind of capital that you are. But if they were going to go into their own challenge and they were going to start prepping for something like this for themselves, what key tips could you give to them of things they should prepare for? Okay, if you want to set a goal for yourself, first, you need to analyze where the fuck are you? Are you not profitable? Are you profitable? Are you break even? If you are not profitable, set yourself goal one to be break even. Once you reach your goal of being break even, now you set a goal to stay at break even because you could go from losing to break even to then back to losing. So you need to set a goal where you go from losing to now from break even. Now, when you've established that you stayed at break even, now you reach your next goal where it's now I'm I don't, not going to be a consistently profitable trader. Now I'm going to attempt to make some profits month in, month out, week in, week out, whatever the case is. And when you've reached that point, now you're saying, now I'm going to try and stay consistent for period amount of time, whether it's four weeks, five weeks, however long you can be consistently profitable. And then you keep it pushing within your own 
reach. It's all about the level up, bro. No pun intended. But if you are right now break even, now you set a realistic goal of attempting to be profitable one week, then profitable another week. It's really that simple. There's no money to chase after because if you're at that point not chasing money, there's no emotion. And I feel like people need to understand how important it is to just cut off the emotion part because at that point, you just don't give a fuck. You're just, it's literally just numbers on the screen and you're just doing this to get the little, you know, check basically like done, 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 done. That's the way how I look at it now. Like I look at it now as like winning streaks. Who cares how much I make? Let's say I made a dollar, bro whatever I make, I look at it like if I just had a winning streak and I would have risked a thousand dollars per trade, I would have made X amount. If I would have made 10,000, I would have made X amount. And that's just a variable that goes into, but the thing that I'm focusing on is winning. Once you're winning, then at that point, you learn how to determine the risk you take when you're going to win again. For sure. That's a great breakdown, but it's also easier said than done. Would you say that taking it one week at a time or one trade at a time is something that's helped you in your, in your journey? Um, for me, it was months. Like for me, it was within the month because like, I feel like a week is not enough time. Like for me personally, I feel like out of the four weeks out of the month, two weeks are choppy, two weeks are actually moving. So I feel like people should aim for the bigger picture. And like we're, we're in the game of money, we're in the game of finances, like banks, these bigger guys, they're not looking at weeks. They're not even looking at months. They're looking at quarters in the year. So we should, you know, try to get as close to them as we can. And my opinion, personally, for my style of trading, there's traders out there that trade very different. Cause like, I mean, like we see those pictures all the time on social media, like what a chart looks like of like your, your growth on weeks. It's super choppy. You look at it on days, it's a little bit more choppy and you look at it on years and it's rise up. Exactly. So I'm focusing on that bigger move. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And a lot of people see, like, again, I feel like it's a lot of people see the results now and they don't understand how long it took. Um, Cause I think that, on a week by week basis, you know, nobody saw the ups and downs of all the challenges that we tried in private, but every once in a while, when we decide to put up a challenge, then, you know, maybe some, some folks get, I might let you get away with this. Did you mention that you had a podcast with Raja earlier? I, I did. Yes. 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 It's like complete ADHD shit. I just remembered this. So is he in Miami? Is it in person or do you do like a zoom call? No, it was in person. He pulled up to the level up HQ. Raja's in America, people. Just a heads up. Like, <laughs> No one knew yeah. what I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He, he came to Miami to uh do like a boot camp, I guess, or whatever. Like, I don't know. Or he just pulled up and he's like, Yo, I want to get on your podcast. So I'm like, all right, bet like pull up. How <laughs> was know? it? Uh he was good. Um, it was it was um it was long, I think it was almost like an hour. Uh, but it was good. I, I, a lot of things I didn't know about him. Um, he talked a lot, a lot about his backstory, kind of like how he came up. Because bro, this guy's coming from Pakistan, like you know what I mean? Like, this guy's fucking coming from where like fucking the other side you know what i mean like this guy really made he fucking made it out made you know <laughs> yeah so he really made it so he, he went pretty deep into that um but it was good i think it's uh gonna be it's gonna be motivational for a lot of people dope dope so you you held it at the hq talk to me about the hq what's this whole what's the hq yeah so it's just like level up hq so like we have like you know we have the funding company and basically you can just pull up and then um like right now we just have like an office place uh, for us hangout spot but uh, maybe in the future we'll you know bring some traders in or not but for now we're just going to keep it straight um interviews for profitable traders so we're going to bring out profitable traders that get payouts um once a week i'll do an interview with them or roll or you know we'll get somebody else to do an interview with them and it's like our trading for like i go there now every day to trade there we have meetings create videos just just a spot to be at bro dude that's so dope 
That's yeah. so dope. You've been doing so much, so much like dope shit with your trading. And honestly, yeah. it's awesome to see. Did you really give away ten thousand dollars? Well, no, I get away from this guy worked at Dunkin' Donuts a couple of years ago. Now he's giving out half of his annual salary to somebody who. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened there? Well, no. Yeah, no, I I didn't give ten thousand. I gave five. So me and my boy like matched up five and five, and then we did like that Instagram. We're like, bro, just literally just share, tag three friends, and we'll give somebody random ten k, and. But that shit went crazy. Like the shit got like twenty thousand shares. Like, bro, that shit went fucking retarded viral. And we just selected the winner randomly, and he happened to live in DR or PR or wherever, somewhere Latin America. And he didn't want the money. Like he wanted the money cash. So I'm like, all right, don't come out. We'll give you the money cash. And I think he gave it to his family here or something, and they like taking care of it for him. Yeah, I mean, bro, yo, like, bro, ten k is really a lot for a lot of people, bro. Like, not saying, not, not, not saying ten k is not a lot. Not saying like ten k is not a lot, but like ten k can really like change a lot of people's lives, bro. For liking a post, yeah, I know it was a pretty simple giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> that's inc- That's just incredible. So, how do you feel doing something like that? When you look back at, like, how long would it take you at Dunkin' Donuts to make five k? I just, I really want to put this in perspective here, bro. If I was making one hundred fifty eight dollars a week. So let's just do a uh, ten thousand divided by one hundred fifty-eight, sixty-three weeks. So that'd take me like a year and change. A year and some change, <laughs> and you just gave it away to some dude who hopped off a plane. That's insane, bro. So how does that feel, bro? Honestly, it feels it feels dope. I mean, like there's times where like it doesn't feel like real. I I don't like all of this shit's like it's like it feels like a blur and like I've talked about it like with Q I've talked about it with Ro like it's just like it's just so fast like like whatever we did the giveaway we give the guy the 10 grand I drop him off at the hotel and I'm just like all right what now I just keep it pushing I just keep going you know like how do I make that shit back how do I make it more and like I don't know bro like it just like training is supposed to just be numbers on a screen you're not supposed to be like attached to it but definitely the experiences like the way when that guy pulled up on us and like off camera like he just like cried in front of us and shit like like i don't know like that like that's just just it doesn't feel real because like i don't understand where he's coming from i don't know because like whatever i drop him off at the hotel and then i keep going with my life you get me like i keep going like but i probably just made his whole life just by meeting him for like 10 minutes 20 minutes and then he goes back to his normal life which is completely different from mine so like definitely i want to say in the next six to eight months i'm gonna i'm gonna keep trading but after i hit a certain goal that i have i'm just gonna completely just go ghost and i'm just gonna dedicate myself to experiencing those type of moments that i do for like 10 minutes um but I, I, I'm going to keep this trading shit going for a little bit, but I don't think by the end of 2023, I'll be doing anything like publicly trading, uh, like trading related anymore. I'm just going to be just to my life and just doing my thing and just trying to change as many people's lives as I can in a different type of way. But I have a pretty big plan. You know, I'm very creative. I'm That's very, awesome, like, bro. That's so yeah. great. So what does that look like to you? When you say you want to be able to have those experiences, what kind of experiences are you talking about? So like, I want to go to, I want to go to Africa. Um, first of all, I've never been like, I have probably, I haven't traveled much, honestly. Like I've never been across like the United States. I've never been to the other side. So like, I want to go to Africa. Um, I see how people go out there all the time and bro, something like respectfully, like small, like 10K over there. You could fucking feed a whole fucking city, like literally like thousands of people. So I'd want to pull up and like see that. Um, I've seen videos of, you know, people on Instagram and some girls that I know, like TikTok influencers, like they do it and they say that it's crazy. Um, go over to like, Pakistan and just like bro because like like the shit that we live here and we see here it's not 
like we take it for granted like for me it's like the normal like i wake up and yeah i get in my fucking supercar and i go spend 100 bucks on just to go literally go buy a piece of bread and i'll tip the person 90 bucks and i don't even care right but like going to these countries and doing that like you can literally change someone's whole month or someone's whole week and like i don't understand that right so i want to go experience that and see what that's about for sure bro that's fucking awesome yeah. are you gonna vlog the experience we're gonna bring people along or is this something you want to do privately um, I mean, I think, I think the first time I do it, I'll probably just do it, just doing me. Um, but like the, the, depending on how I handle it myself emotionally or like how, like I, you know, I don't know, like I would have to see for sure. I'm going to do the first time privately, see how I feel about it, how, like, you know, um, how deep it could get. And then depending on how that goes, I'll, you know, I can, I can show people how it went. Oh, Maybe me bring some, invite. Yeah. Bring some students and shit. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it would be an incredible experience for sure. Yeah. So trading has obviously allowed you to have a, a very big change in your life. You've been able to invest in yourself and other opportunities and knowledge and get yourself in some rooms. If someone's making small money in trading, I don't say small money, small money compared to whatever you're seeing. Right. So, <laughs> so like still decent profits. What do you think someone should uh, invest. This is not investment advice, but do you, like a lot of people say you should invest in yourself. You should put yourself in courses, rooms with people, uh, events, stuff like that. What do you think yielded you the best investment? Bro, like as cliche as it might sound, bro, myself, bro, I swear to God. Like what, if you're not investing in yourself, like what the fuck you're investing into? You know what I mean? Like if you're not getting smarter or putting yourself in rooms with other people that are getting you smarter, you're just staying where you are. There's definitely this thing that I stick by it a lot. Like if you're the smartest person in your room, you're in the wrong room, bro. Like that happens to me to this day. Like I'll be in the wrong, like I'll be in the room where, not that I feel like the smartest because I don't ever think that I'm the smartest, but like I can tell like the conversation is just so fucking whack. And I'm just like, all right, bro. I'll literally pull one of these where I'm like, and I just leave. That's it. it. Like, go. I, yeah. yeah, I literally, I'd rather be alone than versus soaking in that retarded fucking energy. Like, these guys are talking about bullshit. And I'm like, bro, yo, you guys, like, not give a fuck of where you're going to be in the next couple of years. So I'm good. And I I, I definitely live by that. Um, Like, the people that I associate myself now outside of trading are like, bro, it's like, I'm, I, I am literally one person away from whoever you have in mind. Anybody you have in mind, I am one person away from that person. That's due to putting myself into the right rooms with the right people, taking the right risks, having the right conversations, just all of these things. And all these things, you know, the only way by doing it is investing into yourself. What if someone's listening and they say, Alex, but if I cut off all my friends and family, they're going to feel some kind of way. But what if I don't want to be alone or whatever fucking excuse? I don't, I don't even have any good excuses to make up like in this scenario. Yeah. Cause yeah, you and yeah, I, yeah. like, you know, the kind of person I am, but if yeah. someone's out there making that kind of excuse, what would you say to them? You're just not meant for this, bro. Respectfully. Sorry. This is just not your thing. You're just one of those guys. You're not going to keep it pushing. You're just complaining. You're finding a what if or a but. This is just not meant for you, bro. So it's, it's, it's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like how I've said before, like, it's just not you. You get me? Like if, if you're going to like, question or not be prepared to cut off some people that do, you no good, then you're not ready to have people in your circle fuck you over and then cut you off and then take all your shit you won't be prepared for that to happen because that's gonna happen i'm sure you can speak from your own experiences like if you're not ready to cut off somebody that's doing no good for you imagine when somebody comes to you does you some type of good and then takes everything they've done right that it's just just not meant for your person and like yeah. i honestly i like what you said i'm gonna take this back to a, a slightly optimistic side he said it might not be for you right now if the, if you're in that sort of situation where you're not ready to cut people off 
then you can't expect any sort of results from your life yeah. or progress in your life. But one day, if you wake up and you're like, damn, I'm, piece, I'm a piece of shit, and you do realize that you can make some changes in your life and you are ready to cut people off, then I think that you can reach that first step. I was kind of having a very different tone about the supercar lifestyle. You're going out, you're living the Miami thing. You started to have a little bit of a perspective shift. Where did this come from? Um, I mean, like everything is experiences at the end of the day. Like you say, only experiences, no attachments. And I still feel like I have more experiences in me. Um, like I've never owned, you know, certain supercars. I've never done certain shit where it's like the, the standard lavish lifestyle things um, that I still want to experience. And I feel like, like I said, I could experience that in the next six to eight months after that is done. And I feel like I've accomplished it and I decide whether that's for me or not then I'll decide my next step. That's why I said anywhere from the next six to eight months, I will see if uh, all of my things are checked off and I'll just move on to the next thing that I that I would want to test out and see if that's my thing, you know? But as of right now, I'm love. I'm like, not loving it, but like, I like it, you know? Like, you're, it's 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 fun. I, I could guarantee you that the, this lifestyle is, is fun. But I do think I would have maybe fun somewhere else because I do get like you can, like I get a certain joy from you know going fast in my McLaren by myself from here to there, but like the type of excitement that I got from changing one person's life for who knows how long was was kind of different, you know. So I imagine doing that for a couple thousand of people. So that may be something that could be new and different in me then or when I'm over this stage. But like like I said, I'm just I'm learning as I go right now. For sure. Using the experiences to figure out if this is actually what you want to do. I think that's, that, that's awesome. It's a question I ask a lot of my wealthy friends is does money equal happiness? This is obviously an um, individual <laughs> personal question, but how would you answer that? Um, it for sure solves a lot of problems. Like it, it, uh, like it definitely removes the stress part. Does money buy happiness? I guess in my point of life right now, yes, to this moment. Yes. Cause like, you know, whatever, like, Right now, like I'm not happy, I'm, I'll go get a massage or I'll go, I'll literally go to poppy steak and like go, go crazy. Like those things will make me happy. And if you don't have money, you can't experience those things and you'll probably get frustrated. You'll probably feel some type of way because you're down, you're not in the position where you want to be. So I feel like right now in the position that I am, yes, but I could, I could get how in the position of other people like Raul, which I asked that exact same question. He said, no, his experiences make him happier, but some experiences you need money to like make them go down, you know? So I feel like right now, my personal uh, answer to that is yes, for the time being. Yes. So, okay. So money does buy happiness because you're saying that you can invest in experiences that make you happy. Because I feel like I haven't used the money enough to get all the experiences where at that point it's it, money can't buy happiness. So I feel like I still have experiences in me that could be bought in order to be happy. But once those experiences are done for, there's, there's no more money to buy the happiness. That's awesome. Can you, yeah. that, that's, that's really, that's really good. Can you talk about um, your mindset of what you wanted out of money before you actually had it? And then now you're saying you're prioritizing experiences. What sort of experience is it travel? Is it helping people? But talk to me about like Alex from two years ago, what is money in your mind and what do you think it's going to do? And then today, how, how is your relationship with the money? For sure. Two years ago, it was just more like, get it, touch it, feel it, know it's real. Um, then kind of just like, know it's real. Like, see, what the fuck can I do with it? So now that I know what I could do with it and what it's capable of and, you know, everything that comes with it, it comes with a huge responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, now it's just more like, one, how can I grow this shit so I don't really have to keep working to, you know, 
get more of it. So it turns passive at that point. And then how can I impact people for the better? There's a lot of people out there that would just want to take like, like, you know, take advantage of you and just take it and just run with it. But how can I really impact people that deserve it and will appreciate it and can actually change them for the better? Because some people out there really just do need some help, like a little bit of a push. Like, for example, there was the other day, like I, I was going to design district just, just to go eat a sandwich, just, just to go eat. I don't really like shopping that much. So I pull up and I go to the red line and there's this lady like, oh, um, I need money, whatever. My kids, this and that. I'm like, oh, look, how much do you need? Like, like, like what's going on? She tells me everything. I'm like, I gave her a certain amount of money. I'm like, I don't want to see you here anymore. Like you said, this is how much you needed to be good, right? Cool, whatever. I come back the next day. She's there doing the same shit. So I'm like, so what I gave you, you just completely wiped your ass with it. Like, you know what I mean? So like that that's what i mean like not just give anybody money because that's just not right i'm not about to work hard for my money and just hand it to somebody else like it's to somebody out there that needs it and that actually is going to put it to good use and get out of the position that they're in now so it's kind of figuring that out but first i gotta i gotta put myself in a position where i could do that and then hopefully that you know brings back a bunch of good vibes and stuff for sure the biggest advice i could give is if you give someone a fish you feed them for a day if you teach someone to fish you can't yeah. always teach people to fish. So sometimes you have to open up a fish market and make it free. You yeah, know, so you got to yeah. think a little smarter sometimes. Um, yeah. That's something that you'll find if you're trying to do good is like you have to co go in there with the expectation like this person's about to wipe their ass with this money. It's like so if you yeah. create an opportunity or a system to be able to give back, that allows you to do that consistently over time. Yeah, and Brian, I've given plenty of people opportunities and they just like don't do anything with it. Like I literally had this one guy, but I look, bro, like, do you want to take care of like my Spanish community? He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. But I give him the opportunity. I give him access to all of my, to everything where this guy can, you know, manage all of my Spanish social media. And like, he can just manage that side. Just completely didn't, did nothing with it. I'm like, bro, you're That's really fucking retarded. crazy. First I'm off, like, you're watching this, you're a fucking moron. I think he yeah, just dropped mean, the ball on the crazy <laughs> opportunity. Bro, like, we're literally retarded. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I found somebody else and they were very, very grateful for the opportunity. So huge commonality between a lot of successful people we have on here is the ability to um, take advantage of opportunities while you're coming up. So can you talk about some opportunities that you are willing to take advantage of that you might not have, and maybe they were, maybe they were beneath you or whatever it was, but you still took those opportunities and grew yourself from them? Yeah, um, I'm a big believer that like, every opportunity, like, like, if it's if it's not you it's going to be somebody else so if the opportunity comes across you take like, jump on it run with it and go and then you know like you know like kind of as like i've learned because I, I used to be that guy that I'd jump off the plane and then figure out where the parachute is now i'm like learning that before i jump i need the parachute so so definitely every opportunity that comes across me i'm willing to listen to it and i take it into consideration but now i'm very selective of where i put my time and energy into because the majority i've been fucked over and a lot of them are just straight bullshit because if somebody comes with you the first time they meet you or anything and they're already going to change your life why like why me you know there's like seven other billion people in the world why are you going to come change my life so for the majority of the part is honestly bullshit so i personally am very selective i hear out every opportunity i understand it i do follow-up meetings i'll try to really understand it but unless i really think it's gonna do a difference i don't i don't pull the trigger now i'm very selective with where i um invest my time for sure that's awesome that's a, just a, a sign of respect and how much respect you have for your own time now bro yeah alex you look back at this year you look back at the past nine months 
If you could sum up a few lessons from this year that you could pass on to folks at home, whether it's trading related or life related, what do you think you can pass on? Yeah, well, like basically to, for sure, like my number one point, like my number one experience, um, especially out here in Miami, um, would be to that last point that I just made. If anybody comes to you with the first time that they met you and they have this lifetime changing opportunity, exactly what you've been waiting for, what you and your family need, what's going to get you everything you want, I can guarantee you it's a scam. Or if it's not a scam, it's just something that's not well thought out and well built. Because the same way how they're selling you on that shit, they've gone to a bunch of other people and they've denied it because they, you know, learned from their experiences or they've already fucked over a bunch of other, pe other people that, you know, now you're just the next one. If it's, if it's literally, if you're the last person that they need for the opportunity, something just sounds terribly wrong. So if somebody comes to you with a life-changing opportunity, bro, have your defense up, like, why? Why me? You get me? That's the first thing that I ask. Why me? Even when girls come up to me and talk to me, like, why me, bro? There's like this other guy at the bar. He's taller than me. He has more tattoos. Like he fucking looks better. Why me? You hear me? So always have your defense up no matter what. Um, for sure, the second thing would be trust the process. Like, just like I said, get onto your computer, put your funds, set and forget, and it'll come over time if you really want this to go down. Keep it pushing. Don't be that guy to make excuses. If you're that guy making excuses, somebody else is going to come in and not make them and just keep doing whatever he has to do in order to move forward. Um, and then maybe like third thing would be um, trading related or like personal related or like anything. It's up to you. Like someone's sitting at home listening to this. They're vacuuming their shit. They're fucking on the way to the gym. They're at the gym. They're, you know, washing their dog or whatever. And they're like, damn, I need to put the phone down after this and not click on the next video. I got to go and do something that's going to change my life because I'm here with Roy and Alex and I'm not just going to sit down and go watch another fucking, you know, another video after this. And so what's something that you could share that's been helpful to you that's going to inspire somebody to put that phone down after this and go do some at least one thing to get better? If I did it, you could do it. Um, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. It's that simple. I like That's that, ladies and gentlemen. FX Alex G, <laughs> Mr. Set and Forget. Thank you for stopping by the show. Appreciate you, mate. Take it easy, guys. And before, guys, before we end it, I think it's really important what he's been saying. As, as funny as it was, as cliche as it sounded, if you don't do it, somebody is going to come by and do it. And he said, if you're going to make excuses, someone's going to come by and not make those excuses and do what you want to do. And so it's up to you guys to go out there and uh, take responsibility and make what you can happen. So, Alex, appreciate you sharing that, bro. Appreciate it. Take it easy, man. Bye. <laughs>